recently added people, friends, listeners to listening to Recently Added. I'm your host, Jonas Oppenheim. Who else would do this? No one. Man, you know, you create a podcast. Every little podcast is its own universe. Well, maybe every podcast is its own galaxy within a universe because sometimes they interact, right? And once you've created that galaxy, you don't always know what's going to be a big event for that galaxy or a little event for that galaxy, like a, a, a loss of a, of a shoe at the last second when you need to get out the door versus a world war. I would say this is one of those world war, in a good way, kind of podcasts, because there is just so much going on in the recently added galaxy. It's quite a treat, and I hope you enjoy what's in store. We've got a special guest coming up, maybe the specialist from this guy's point of view. Uh, As always, we have... We. I love saying we. There is nobody else working on this show. <laughs> no one. So we have an email, uh, listening to recently added at gmail.com. I love to hear from people. This week, I heard from someone, a stranger. I'm telling you, these. it's like star systems exploding and reforming. It's been an epic week. Personally, it's been an epic week, too, having weathered... Uh, a child's birthday party, our child, the child's, uh, that we had to cancel at the last second because of rain. In 36 hours, my uh, miracle worker wife found a second birthday party plan that totally worked. You would have never have known that it was plan B, uh, but everyone knew because we had to tell them that the time in the venue had changed of our birthday party. Then we all got sick. The, the kid had the flu. He had to stay home. That ruins everybody's life, particularly if you uh, work at home like both me and my wife do. And uh, last night I was cleaning up barf. Um, so that's the – but I'm not here to get personal about me. I'm here to talk about Recently Added. So – oh, and I'm to, and to talk about listening to Recently Added. We're on SoundCloud. You might know that already because that's probably how you're listening to this. We're also on iTunes. You can subscribe. I do. Okay. So this week on listening – no. This week on Recently Added, well, the comedian guest was Greta Teitelman. Titleman, it's like it's just over the threshold of a unique name. And since I know someone else named Titleman, I know Claire Titleman. Greta, are you related to Claire Titleman? Claire, are you related to Greta? That would be so great. I did a little snooping. I got on Facebook. You guys are Facebook friends. I don't know. Claire's got a lot of, I think, famous family members. So maybe Greta's in that tradition. I don't know. I guess I'll try to update everybody on that later. Uh, it sounds like everyone was uh, getting drunk. I don't know what time of day or the week they record recently added. I think they may have mentioned, but I think it varies a little bit. I think it's at night because Nick always ends the show with good night. <laughs> and I, and I'm always listening to it at like 10 in the morning. So um, I always think Nick's the idiot. They started with Netflix news, as they usually do. I'm a little disappointed that we didn't keep, they didn't keep Lyra's musical intro to Netflix news, the Netflix news segment. Uh, I'd love to see that come back. Spielberg, oh yeah, the whole thing, okay, so the Netflix news was that uh, Steven Spielberg doesn't think that streaming networks should be allowed to um, 
post movies for the Oscars and they should go with the Emmys instead. You know, I don't I don't really have a horse in that race. I'm not up for any Oscars or Emmys. Um, I think it's probably some old fogey bullshit uh, that he just wants to deny that things are changing and that how we watch stuff is changing. And uh, of course, because that's how he made his bones in the world of film and movie theaters, he wants that to be the only legitimate way to do anything. I'm sure it's more nuanced and complicated than that, but that is my several-day-old cold take. Uh, Sounds like Greta is married to someone who works at Netflix. I'm not sure if that compromised the integrity of this episode. Her fiancé, one of the things he's responsible for is the stand-up specials on Netflix. And as we know, Nick and Will will not discuss stand-ups on Netflix, so they they really didn't discuss this guy either. Although it did give Nick an opportunity to lay out his detailed, specific goals for the show, like how how he wants uh, recently added to get picked up by a bigger podcast network, how it would all work, like what day it should come out on, how they should get screeners ahead of time. Sounds sounds smart. Sounded good to me. Uh, I, I think it's great to make plans. I, I really enjoy how Nick and Will individually articulate their ambitions on the show. Like Nick has all these specific goals for this podcast and he's really thought it out and it sounds good to me. And Will will periodically announce that he's available for hire as an actor or a writer, as if like all these job creators are listening. And I know he knows that they're not. <laughs> I hope they are, but I don't think they are. But he's so like laid back about it and then also has so much like much it seems like much bigger plans while Nick is working very, very hard on this podcast and has really sees the the playing field. And I just like the the juxtaposition of those two approaches to how to how to use this podcast as a platform. Uh, I kind of want to start a segment of who's going to get famous first with those approaches, but I know this is not in the spirit of competition. They're both doing great. I hope they both succeed at everything. Oh my god! Okay, so seismic seismic news. They. They did another will they won't they segment. So I, 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 you know, I kind of tossed it off as as a thought on the first episode of this podcast, and here they are doing will they won't they now as a regular thing. It's it was insane. It's in the show. I, uh, Thirteen minutes in, as far as I'm concerned, they're doing a will they won't they segment, and people should tune in to find out if Nick and Lyra are going to get engaged because. This is a good segment for them because both Greta and Will got engaged recently. And I'm not like one of these, like, everyone needs to get married people, but obviously if they chose to do it, then I'm happy for them. Oh, but it made me want to uh, invite Nick and Lyra onto this podcast. You guys are, I invite you to come on and get engaged on listening to Recently Added or... If one of you wants to surprise the other, we can do that too. This is my mid-season finale. I've decided I'm doing eight episodes of this, and then I'm out uh, onto talking about other people's podcasts. But so I'm hoping to get like some someone involved with recently added on my podcast for a quick interview for the finale four weeks from now. If one of you wants to like work it out with me where we surprise the other one and with an engagement on listening to recently added i'm at your service uh you know how to reach me listening to recently added at gmail.com
Uh, okay, so what did they what did they talk about this week? There was a movie called The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. I think they said it was from Malawi, uh, which I believe is in West Africa. I'm not even going to look it up because I'm using my phone to record right now. What do I know about? I mean, I don't know. The movie sounded, uh, Nick said it was predictable, but everyone cried um, in a good way. When I think about crying, my history of crying in movies, it really started with my first major relationship breakup, which was in a January in Los Angeles. And, oh, God, it was, like, raining so much. And so every song and every movie was making me cry, every commercial. I'm sure everyone's been there somehow, hopefully. I mean, it's good to have emotions, right? It really opened up a whole side of emotions that I really didn't have before. Uh, So for that, I'm grateful. But... um, so January, the rains in January always made me remember that that intense breakup and driving around crying. And it, it, it literally took like 10 years of living in L.A. through those January rains for me to not be reminded of that. And I'm not anymore. Um, it's kind of funny how, how that can get, something like that can get expunged from your system. Maybe because there's all new, new things to worry about and cry about. Anyway, so they cried at this movie. Good for them. Great to have emotions. Uh, They did, um, the hosts had a digression into nicknames, uh, like the nicknames they had at age 13. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I had a nickname at age 13. I do remember. I mean, you know, my name's Jonas. It ends with an A.S. Plenty of people have seized the opportunity to make that into Joan ass. Solid. I can't really argue with that. That's um, if you want to diss me because of what my parents chose my name as, that's a great way to do it. Uh, I do remember when I cared more, which was in fourth grade or fifth grade or something. Someone seized on calling me like Joner Boner. Okay, it's it, you know it's fairly fairly creative, I guess, a few leaps away from my name, and no one really understood what a boner was or like. I mean, we did, but. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. To be the guy who's known for having a boner? (laughs) I don't know. Obviously, it was meant to be insulting. And I remember we used to play this game called Zombie, where you had to sort of like race across the yard and not get caught by whoever was standing in the middle. And when I had to be the zombie who would catch people, (laughs) I remember, at least on a few times, like all the guys going... Like, all in unison, going, Joner, boner, uh uh-uh. Joner, boner, uh uh-uh. And, um... It was taunting, but it was it was like super weird. <laughs> Where are they now? Maybe we could all get them all together to um, rehash that chant. Oh, and then like I'm trying to teach my five year old like not to not to be mean to people and not to say nasty things to them. But of course, like I I played him some Ramones songs that include lines like shoot him in the back now or beat on the brat with a baseball bat. And now like, that's what he's repeating. Cause he knows he shouldn't be saying that he went to school and repeated it and got in trouble. And then my wife played him. My wife got on my case about playing him those Ramones songs and said, we can't listen to those songs anymore. Like we are parents in the seventies saying, don't listen to the Ramones. And then she played him fat, Weird Al Yankovic's "Fat," his cover of uh, his his parody of um, "Bad," Michael Jackson's "Bad," which starts "Your butt is wide," and so now my son does not 
sing Ramon songs anymore. He just goes, your bud is wide to everyone he sees. Okay, so then they watched the doc, a British documentary called Losers about people who lost in the Olympics. I have never cared about the Olympics. Team sports were always very important to me. I, I played soccer and baseball and basketball growing up. Soccer was really the happiest place. I love baseball too, but I, I just, I was on defense. I was not a good athlete, but I would put myself in places you know, like ge- geometrically where the the fastest scorer was going to come and I would like trip him and, and it worked and it was great. I loved it. That was sort of like, like playing those games was my happy place before I became me, you know, like around 12 or 13 where I was like, oh, wait, I'm not an athlete guy, but I was would play sports and I would like it. I think two of my soccer teams won, won the division uh, so I, I'm, I'm saying this because I am not a loser who lost the Olympics. And one of my baseball teams won. And so every single time that my team would win the division or the, the city league or whatever, we would go off and play like some team from somewhere else. And I remember the first time we did that, it was to play the Beverly Hills soccer team, the team that had won the Beverly Hills League. I was in the Santa Monica League, the main streets of Santa Monica. And... The Beverly Hills team had put all their best players on the same team so that they dominated the entire season and could make a deep run in the state finals. So they completely destroyed us. And all, all the parents on our side were, were pretty grumbly about that. And then the next time my team won the Santa Monica League, we played this team that was like, I think they were called Pico Rivera or something like that. They were all like kids who were like, uh, you know, native Spanish speakers. And we were, and we got a real bad feeling when right before it was kickoff time at the start of the game, they all like got on their, on like one knee and prayed. (laughs) And then like they blew the, the ref blew the whistle and they got up and scored like six goals within like two minutes off of us. They just like completely destroyed us. So that was, that was ludicrous. And then the time my baseball team won the championship, I was the starting pitcher because the real good starting pitcher was injured or had just pitched or something. So I pitched and like the first guy hit it over the fence, you know, and and then the second guy hit it over the fence and I was out of there. Uh, I had never had anyone hit a home run off me before. Pretty great. Thank you for that trip down memory lane. Losers, the British documentary. Uh, Will mentioned Amari Stoudemire who's a basketball player who I'm sort of aware of. I've, I've, I've really kind of withdrawn from following basketball, but I, I, I knew about Amari when, when he was a player and Will said like, he clearly didn't want to be a ba- basketball player. He really just wants to be an artist. And so I was like, Oh, I love it when athletes have personalities that aren't just like go team and speaking in cliches. And most of them are like, so, or, well, most of the white ones are like Republicans, you know, you, you, you unfortunately learn. And so I was like, okay, Amari Stoudemire, I guess he'll probably be interesting. So I followed him on Instagram and Twitter, and all he talks about is his love for Israel. And I maybe he's playing in some Israeli league now. I know there is an Israeli basketball league, but like every hashtag, every post has like little icons of the Israeli flag. So that really wasn't what I was expecting um, from Amari Stoudemire. Um, So then I was like, uh, I I know who will be more fun to follow, Dennis Rodman. So then I followed Dennis Rodman and the most recent thing on his feed was a typed 
official letter to Donald Trump that he'd written last week because in in his capacity as some kind of ambassador to North Korea, I'd forgotten all about that and how he's friends with Kim Jong-un. And it was him expressing support for Donald Trump, like getting it done with North Korea and how they're all great friends and it's all going to be great. And uh, it was, you know, we all have those moments of like, oh, my God, this society, this time we're living in is insane. And just go look at Dennis Rodman's letter to Donald Trump about North Korea if you want to feel real, real crazy. The, the guys, particularly Nick, um, strongly recommended this movie, uh, Your Son or Tu Hijo in Spanish. Okay, I guess I'll see it. You know, I'll put it on my list somewhere. It was such a strong recommendation. Um, obviously, this podcast and their podcast, and it, it just reminds us of the importance of, of personal recommendations, right? Like, you know, if you got, if, if you heard about something, pre-digital age, you could try to find it, you know, a book or a record. Like, usually someone had to put it in your hands for you to get a hold of it. Or you could go to the record store or whatever and dig. But I, I would remember, like, I would have books on my mind for, like, years and ask, use bookstores, hey, do you have this, whatever, this book that the guy from the Fugs wrote about the Charles Manson murders? And then finally, you know, you would find it. So, great. Great for us. They watched a documentary about cricket. Not interested. Um, This is where we learned that Nick had not heard of AYSO soccer because he's from Virginia. That's the soccer I played. Um, My son just started it. In the youngest version of AYSO, they they do like half an hour of just silly drills, you know, like kicking the ball, that kind of thing, dribbling. And then for half an hour, they scrimmage. So my son is the jerk who would like not follow any of the rules during the drills, just threw his ball at people or like crawled around to be silly. And then they play the game and he goes out and like scores a bunch of goals and turns out he knows how to play, but wasn't going to practice. I gave him a stern lecture about that. Uh, There's a movie called Budapest that they strongly recommended. They say that, and I think someone compared it to that. If you like the hangover, that kind of movie comedy, I uh, like, I can't even think of the movie comedy that I, liked or I would want to see. I guess I liked Sorry to Bother You, but it was sort of like it was more than just a comedy. But like the ones that are just like it's a comedy. It, there's a, like a, a white guy who's a man child or whatever. Like I really don't want to see those movies, but it was a very strong recommendation, so I guess it has to go on the list because maybe the mood will strike me at some point. Uh, some Japanese show that they didn't s- watch. I don't know if I have the most complete list of everything they they watched or didn't watch, but I'll tell you what I did watch uh, because now is the time for me to introduce this very special guest of mine who we um, I mentioned before that if there was going to be a child's a children's show that recently added didn't want to watch because it was for kids. Um, that I would pick up the slack and try to watch it with my kid. And so uh, that happened this week. There was a show called Larva Island. I think that's the correct one. There's also a show called Larva that seems to be the same, but I think it was Larva Island. So I watched it with uh, my son, and uh, here are some clips from us watching it together. So the first thing that we have to do is come up with uh, a nickname that I can call you so that people listening to this podcast don't know who you are. Because you're just a little kid and they might be weird. Okay? So what would be a good nickname for you? B-Man. B-Man. That's a great nickname. Uh, who is B-Man? 
my superhero. Right. Okay, cool. So we're going to watch this show, Larva Island. What does that title sound like to you? What do you think is going to happen on this show? The bugs are going to go on adventures. Okay, let's find out. What's that? What does that even say? Larva Island. Oh, that was scary. What just happened? So he almost got eaten. Who do you think watches this show? Poopy Pants Man. What? Did that bug just fart? <laughs> What is he doing? Farting. Or pooping. Yeah. What just happened? Oh, no, no, he's <laughs> farting. Because he ate a farting mushroom. Is that guy going to, are they going to die? No, it looks like he's saving him. Okay, so what did you think of episode one of Larva Island? Funny. Funny? What was so funny? Wait, take that out of your mouth. What was so funny about it? The farting guys. Yeah, the farting guys. What did they do? Can you describe what they did? They farted after they ate mushrooms. And what did their farts look like? Poop. They looked like poop? No, they didn't. The farts looked like brown smoke. And uh, so did you like this show or did you not like this show? I like the show. What did you like about it? It was very funny. Would you tell your friends that they should watch this show? Yes. How would you describe it to them? I would say watch Larva Island. Type down on your TV Larva Island. Okay, you heard the kid. Type it into your televisions. Larva Island. It's a strong recommend from your friendly listening to recently added five-year-old critic. And now back to our regular program. It's going to sound just like me. Listen for the edit. So then our recently added finished up with, frankly, at this point, a segment they should call listening to recently added news because they invoked this podcast again, which of course I love. I, it's like, I can't really say that that's my goal here is to hear this podcast discussed on recently added, but I'm happy if it, if it gives them something that they want to talk about. Great. They were responding to a previous proposal I had of them getting a consistent rating system for us. And Nick, Nick made the point that like, Their show is not about rating stuff. It's about recommending it or not. And that totally works for me. I had made that suggestion because they'd gotten through one podcast, I believe, where they hadn't really sort of like nailed down for us whether they recommend stuff or not. They were sort of skipping that part. They were just talking about it. And I like how they end up with how they round out each discussion of a show or movie with recommend, not recommend, that kind of thing. So that's all I need, a yes or no I don't need a complicated rating system. It was just kind of where where the spirit of what I was saying. But when they told Greta about listening to Recently Added, and then they told Greta about Zachary Bernstein's podcast, Listening to Listening to Recently Added, which is a podcast he does about this podcast, uh, she got a little insecure. 
uh, like, oh my God, is, is, you know, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. She was on this other podcast. And then when she heard that there was going to be a podcast listening to her, she got kind of insecure. And I, I hope you don't feel that way, Greta. Um, you were great on the show. You were very funny. I, I particularly thought it was funny how you would give strong recommends to stuff that you had not seen. So they, you, you know, you would say that you like, it was like on gut instinct, um, but you were never negative. You were, your, your gut instinct was not negative. It was supportive and, and you wanted people to watch it based on your vibe off the art or the name or whatever, the description. And that is, you know, that's like a fundamental character thing that I think is really good. I'm more of a skeptic. I'm more of a negative Nelly. So I would probably be like, oh, that looks stupid until I'm proved otherwise. So I really uh, approve of Greta's approach to recommending stuff that she hasn't seen. So great job, Greta. And I wanted to be clear about listening to listening to recently added. I didn't ask him. I didn't ask Zachary to make it. I didn't tell anyone uh, you should make podcasts about my podcast. I understand. I'm making a podcast about someone else's podcast. They they don't pay me. I'm not compensated in any way by recently added. So I, I get it. It's like we're playing with a, a, a meta rabbit hole here. It's fine. I appreciate it. And I really appreciate the email that I got this week. It was to the listening to recently added Gmail account. And it was from a guy who identified himself as Zachary's roommate. He said, you know, you don't know me, but here's how I heard about your podcast. My roommate asked me to be quiet for a while while he recorded a podcast about your podcast. And I thought that was interesting. I haven't listened to recently added. I haven't listened to Zachary's podcast, but I have listened to your podcast. Uh, So... Thanks, man. I appreciate your writing. Other people, write me in. Tell me how you heard about this podcast. Tell me what you think about this podcast. Um, Nick thought it was funny that Zachary had not listened to Recently Added, but Lyra thought that it was um, good. You know, it was like a pure way to listen to my podcast, which is cool. It complicates things that Zachary was hoping that Nick, you know, that the Recently Added people had heard about his podcast. So now, Hey, Zachary, go listen to their podcast. They talked about you and your podcast. You guys figured this out. This is not my business. I just talk about Recently Added, okay? And guess what? I'm done talking about Recently Added. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you to my special guest, B-Man. Thank you to Recently Added for giving this podcast a reason to exist. Come on the show. Propose to each other. It's going to be legendary. But only if you are into that. Thanks, everybody. See you later.